This is Hearts of Oak Podcast. Free speech, religious disagreement, children's rights, and open and free discussion on any topic are bedrock to a democratic free society, and we seek to promote and champion these basic rights. Join us. Let's keep the conversation going. Hello, Hearts of Oak, and welcome to another interview coming up with Abby Roberts, who rejoins us. It's been a while since she was last with us. And of course, I know many of you will have seen the video of her being arrested for swearing. So she just tells us what she was there for, the COVID inquiry, which is in effect a whitewash, a little spoiler for you. Uh, she discusses what was happening there, why she was there, uh, the whole yellow board, what that's about. And then the police telling her she'd be arrested if she swore again. So she did, and she was arrested. How the police have the right to arrest anyone? We look at the legislation and the overreach they now have. She was held in a cell until the middle of the night, then released. Why on earth that would be done? So join us as Abby shares her story in her unique style. Abby Roberts, it is wonderful to have you back. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's my pleasure, Peter. My pleasure. A lot's happened since I last saw you. Lots. Of, we're going to talk many about ways. Abby's Abby's campaign to make swearing legal again. Uh, so we'll get into all of that for the viewers at Abby Roberts on uh, social media, on Twitter, everywhere else, and her Substack, AbbyRoberts.substack.com. If you don't get that, actually, just if you never signed up, simply just to read her article. I think that's great article on what happened to her um, as she swore and was arrested. It's a fantastic article. It lays it all out. Uh, so it's well worth signing up Substack for Thank that. You. And then you'll see everything else. But can we start, Abby? I'm going to play uh, one of the, the video clips and mm -hmm. that sets the scene. And then we'll discuss why we're there and how nurse swearing is now illegal on the streets of Britain. Yeah. Uh, so let, let's play this two-minute clip. You are perfectly allowed to protest. You are not allowed to swear in the street. Right, not allowed to swear in the street. But it's no. okay if our government commits democide, because that's what's happened. Yeah. So you're saying to me that swearing in the street is worse... Is is it is illegal, illegal, but it's legal. Mind you, as is that guy telling us to move? Yeah, that's my legal you know, and you're going to call me an anti-vaxxer. I'm anti-tyranny. I'm anti-democide. Oh, yeah, you absolute bastards. Yeah, yeah. What the so you're arresting me for swearing, but you're not talking about democide that's been committed against the British people. Lockdowns. Gene therapies. How dare you? You're getting all this, guys. This is Britain. This is the United Kingdom. If you're not angry, there's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. Stop swearing. Step on my democracy. Are you getting this? If I stop swearing, am I allowed to talk about democracy? Am I allowed to talk about crimes against the British people? Do you agree with the lockdown? Do you agree that the British people, they knew that thousands, hundreds of thousands of people were going to die. They knew at the very beginning that the lockdowns were going to kill thousands and thousands of people. Are you getting this? Are you recording any of this? Listen to me. So you agree the British, the British government I'm not, I'm not getting into that. and all the politicians we're, we're against the British people. We can, we can have a conversation. Can we? Can we? Yeah. All we wanted you to do is stay on that side of the road. You're getting this. I'm being arrested for swearing. Just listen. Calling out. Calling out. I am listening. This is the This is the UK. How dare you? So, that's Abby in full flow. Good um, grief. You know what, Peter? I don't think I've seen that in full. I'm actually... I feel quite... Do you know what? I'm going to say it. I feel damn proud of myself. If only there were more people that told it how it is. 
100%. When, you know what I mean? And it's weird. I feel, God, I've got kind of goosebumps because obviously I, I don't, it was all just happening kind of in the moment. Um, and, but wow, it's weird. You know, it's almost like a lot of the, like a lot of the stuff I've been doing for two and a half, three years has had led to that moment. If that doesn't sound too, uh, like I have a dream, you know what I mean? It's like one of those things where you, you prepare for these things all your life in little ways, you know, saying, um, saying what you mean, what you feel without being afraid and truth. It's weird. Pure truth. Uh, when you speak it to power, has a way of cutting through any fear that you may have. I didn't feel, I don't know if you saw in the clip, I didn't feel, looking back at that now, I didn't feel afraid at all yeah. of, of the consequences, you know? Well, let's, so there are two issues here. One is the issue itself, which is the, the COVID inquiry whitewash. Mm. They should have just given it a full title. Um, and the second issue is police overreach. Yeah. So maybe let's start at the, the first one. Why were you there that fateful day, Abby? <laughs> that fateful day on the grassy knoll, uh, which I mentioned in my article, because there was a little grassy bank where all the um, the photographers and well, I, I've got an, I've got a new collective noun for journalists. It's a shame of journalists. I don't include some people, including yourself. I don't. Uh, there are some people that stay out of that collective noun, but let's be honest, most journalists are a shame. If you compare them to Woodward and Bernstein, you know those guys on. With the white, uh, the Watergate scandal, mm. they dug and dug and dug and dug and dug and dug and got their sources, cross-referenced their sources. You know, you've 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 read, you know the story. Um, what a what a what a disgrace the press have been. Anyway, back to the back to the day. So I basically I went down um, that Tuesday morning, the twenty seventh of June, to meet my good friend Francis O'Neill. Oh, I believe you know. He was with his yellow boards. They do so much great work. They're grassroots activists. So they stand on roads, on roundabouts, um, and and actually they're getting more and more traction, you know, with with all sorts of issues, including the COVID-19 vaccines and the ULES, all that kind of basically, yeah, government uh, and overreach. And it's really, um, they do great work. So I went down to meet him at the... um, at the at Dorland House, where this COVID UK inquiry. Can I just say before I forget, I saw you talk to Steve Bannon um, about it. it was, this was a couple. You know, I, I wasn't really in a, in any place to kind of oh, talk yeah. to many people, but I just wanted to say that um, in answer to Steve's question about is it a whitewash, it's worse than that. Actually, it's um, it's if you saw Matt Hancock talking on that, he was actually interviewed that day, the day I went down. Um, he said that he thought the next time the lockdowns should be harder, faster, stricter, and that we did they didn't act, you know, quick enough and, and strict enough. So actually, everything we've said, many of us have said for the last few years has come true, which is that they're going to, they're trying to, to you know, corral people into this way of thinking. So I've just, I would just like to make that clear that in a weird way, it's worse than the Watergate scandal because so, so many, the crimes that have been committed as people are off the, are off the chart. I mean, they are, I've seen various people I respect very much, including Brett Weinstein on his Dark Horse pod, say that the Nuremberg Code has been violated purely by using coercion and lack of consent, including informed consent. I mean, it's very important that we get these specifics right. And regardless of what is in, um, this is the point that I make in my article that I made very clear, including to the police, that what's in these gene therapies, these so-called vaccines, is sort of a side issue. The crime is the coercion. And when people say, but I wasn't forced, well... Uh, yeah, but you were told if you don't get them, then you you lose your job, you can't travel, you lose your friends. Do you see what I mean? It's it is co- if you look up the definition of coercion, it includes blackmail, force, um, uh, uh, vin- um, vilification. You know, being told, well, you're a bad person, blah blah blah. So it's a ve- it's very important that people understand this. So that's one of the reasons I went down was because I felt so strongly. Matt Hancock was in there and uh, people, uh, American viewers who may not know and people from around the world, of course, who watch this, he was the health secretary during the time 
uh, during the 2020 and uh, and part of 2021 when the vaccine rollout happened. He was cheering for it. He was he was cr- uh, fake crying, going, "I can't believe it! We've got this miracle." cure that we're going to coerce into the arms of the British people, which is a disgrace in itself. Um, so I went down, met my met my fellow yellow boards, got into a chat with a few people who were kind of um, lurking by the entrance way. It's in Paddington, by the way, guys, if uh, anyone, uh, again, not from the UK, Paddington is a kind of main part of London, West London. So this building is kind of on a on a thoroughfare, on a main road, and then there's a little little uh, entrance way where it's kind of it's like a it's like an official building where they were doing the 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 inquiry. And uh, by the entrance, there was a little table uh, with three people on it. And again, in my article, my Substack article, I mentioned this. There were two, I think, two men and a woman. And they had this like, and I thought, well, they're on our side, you know, because they were standing outside. You know how you just, you assume, they look like the kind of people who would have been on all the marches that I went on. And um, the woman said, I said, oh, presume we're on the same side. And the woman pointed over to the road where the yellow boards were and said, the anti-vaxxers are over there. Well, Peter and viewers who know me, the red mist descended. And I just, and I turned and I said to them, I thought, well, I'm not going to go into the mRNA. I'm not going to go into the scientific detail about what's in these things and because that's model it's confused people including myself by the way um so i thought no i'm going to go for the moral argument which is that the coercion the lack of uh, informed or consent any other consent meant that it was violating the nuremberg code so serious crimes have been committed against the globe, you know, in 90 countries around the world. So we're talking about millions and millions and millions of people just with this one action by world government. And um, I mean, I made, I said it slightly less. <laughs> it was a bit shorter than that. Um, just for I'm just I'm expanding because we're we're talking. And then um, so I said that to them, and then turned around and um, and I said, and that's not conjecture. That's fact. That's fact. So. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, I'm anti-tyranny, I'm anti, um, you know, as you saw in the video, anti-democide, anti-lies, um, anti-coercion, you know, all those, all those terrible free, anti, all those terrible free speech, you know, uh, being a free individual, all those kind of terrible things which uh, some people are for. Um, but but I, can I ask, um, because obviously the, the so-called media on the right that supposedly mm-hmm. stand up for free speech, all of yeah. that, who were silent for the vast majority and suddenly come out at the very end to say, oh, look, we overspent a little bit on PPE. Oh, it's uh-huh. really naughty. Or the uh, government official got a contract for this. That's really naughty. I mm-hmm. mean, after you've gone through the last two and a half years of control. Um, yeah. So I, they have... Th- th- I don't think any of the mainstream media have even called this out as uh, just a, a whitewash that will hide over everything. Because even if yeah. you have government feelings of spending out of control, of cronyism, mm. uh, but it's it's much deeper than that. It's, it's collusion with the drug companies. Oh, yeah, yet, completely. And it's, it's collusion. Is Hancock the person who, because it seems so he's been thrown under the bus, kind of, although he'll get a lucrative media career. Um, yeah. But it's kind of, well, you know, he did some things, but the rest of us we carry on as normal that seems to be how mm. this will be the outcome well this is this is the crazy thing um is that matt hancock is i mean it's a bit like and i have compared uh much to people's disgust uh what happened to uh to us to people people around the world to the early 1930s in germany and i'm i make that comparison with no shame and no because it, I'm, it's the truth you know or you could compare it to the soviet union in uh, in the first part of the 20th century, everything that was going on there, you know, um, or in, name any any other re- regime where they use um, force, intimidation, uh, segregation, all those kind of things. Um, so you're talking about. I mean, the reason that Matt Hancock is the poster boy is because he uh, there's there's always got to be a poster boy for the you know for the the what's the word the, the I was going to say scapegoat, but he's not. He's just a, he's a criminal. He's a, he's a criminal that happened to be part of a criminal establishment. Um, and I'm very careful, by the way, to not just to target the Tories because Labour, in fact, everyone in the House of Commons and the House of Lords 
and the monarchy, you know, the establishment. And I'm talking, by the way, if you'd spoken to me in 2019, Peter, I would have been like, oh, well, you know, it's it's really lovely because we've got the two-party system, you know, we've got the lovely queen, we've got the whatever, blah, blah, blah. Wow, have my eyes been opened you know, and it's not about um, believing in every single conspiracy theory that anyone utters. You know, I'm I always I'm very particular about this is why I'm so focused on this one issue, which is the last three years, the lockdowns, the especially especially the vaccines in averted commas, because I feel that such a terrible crime has been committed by. And, and also, let's not forget the United States, you know, God, and again, I have n- I had nothing but love for the states. You know, I was going to live there uh, before I met my late husband. So I was going to, I was going to, I got my visa. I got my O1, uh, which is, is it person of exceptional ability? I got that visa. I was going to go, man. I was going to go in 2008. Um, it breaks my heart when I look at New York, what they did to Broadway, the Broadway actors. They made them, they made them get jabbed to like, well, you, otherwise you just can't work. So you see these wonder people like guys like Clifton Duncan, who's on them. Um, he he said, well, I'm out then. I'm out. You, you, this is my body. This is my, this is, you know, my, my holy sort of God given body. Get, get away with that stuff. Um, so the Amer- uh, United States, particularly the Democratic um, Democrat states, um, th- honestly, I never thought I would see America go down that that path. But holy shit, balls, guys! Um, I know I know many people watching will agree with me. Americans, uh, Canadians did the same thing. Um, it, it it is quite astounding the level, and I think people need to be aware of this. The level, the comparator between the twentieth century, the first part of the twentieth century, with all the dictators, with all the tyrants that there were around, and that political sort of shadow that was cast. The similarities that there are with today, Trudeau, Biden that his administration, uh, in fact, most of Europe, many countries, you know, Germany and Austria, they were, I mean, Austria went full fascist and, and so did Germany. They 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 fell back into their the, those tropes and maybe it's because there were so many marches and that it didn't go quite as, well, I was going to say far as camps, but then Australia did have camps. They had lockdown camps in, is it Hope Springs or Hope... You remember there's a there's a place in Australia like a really lovely um, you know nature reserve where people would have just been lovely to hang out and you know people I'm sure watching have uh, maybe have been there. I've seen videos of a woman trying to climb over the wall. She's climbing over a wall like the Great Escape, you know, from the, the Nazi camp. Um, and then she's got those guards who like tug her back down. And then these these people sitting there going doing their video diaries going well i'm i'm sitting here it's been my fourth day in um isolation or whatever in my you know and i'm like what the hell what the hell is this and the same with um a friend of mine a well-known actor he had to well he he got uh, the vaccines to go and work in america and he had to stay in a hotel um this is when he traveled for like or maybe like a week or something, but like in a hotel room with like just a bell. And honestly, to watch his videos, it, I was crying. I thought this is this is um, against everything that we all of us hold dear, you know, left or right. Um, I mean, obviously the left uh, have gone particularly um, AWOL, you know, but I've started to think, Peter, because you know that I'm a, I was a small C conservative, I suppose libertarian, um, you know, so all my thought processes were kind of down that. But I'm starting to think that actually, you know, this is this is something bigger, um, but that definitely has it has echoes of that communist, you know, uh, sort of um, what's the word uh, collectivization. I would say it has. That's why I think we we look at the left and go. Oh yeah, the similarities are so are so obvious, you know. But um, I, th- I think party politics is over. I think we 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 we're coming into a new era now. Yeah, because uh, obviously the uni party is the term used over in the states for the Republican Democrats, and it yeah. seems to be that's across the world and mm-hmm. governments uh, combined to 
control and coerce everyone. I think, and I think the worst one in Australia I came across was a family whose child was seriously ill with some mm-hmm. condition. The, the ambulance took them to a specialist hospital, which was over the state border in Australia, and the parents mm-hmm. were not allowed to go and see their child as it lay dying. And they, what level of evilness would yeah. um, make an exception, whatever, but... Yeah, that didn't matter. It was no, no. We must follow the diktat. Yeah, we must follow the, and that's the extraordinary thing, Peter. Um, and actually, very sadly, I mean, I, I talk about this a lot on my podcast, um, Abby Daily. Um, uh, well, I, 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 I've addressed it so many times. I kind of, uh, oh, it's almost like it's a stock record where you. Um, the sad fact of the matter is that. And I think Graham Hancock may have said this. He's the guy that made the um, shows about their about possibly there being other civilizations that may have been around earlier than us. Which is that uh, the human race may suffer from amnesia. So you know how people are always saying, "Look back at history. Don't forget history." You know all these wonderful quotes that float around about um, the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. I don't, know, I don't know who said that. Uh, probably, an, probably an American, but um, it's uh, it's true. But the problem is, we forget to be vigilant. And the, the, what's happened now is that because of that, we we're seeing the results of people not turning around and saying enough. We're you know we've and you know and like I said, well, I, I, I don't want to go into so much the party political thing, but with the right. You know, there's been a lot of times where I think to myself, uh, "Is is Roger Scruton enough <laughs> to fight back?" Even though he's 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 got great there's great ideas about uh, truth and beauty and goodness, which I totally hold dear. But is it enough for political change? To because at the moment we 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 need more than that, as we've seen with Oxbridge last night. You know, I think people are living in a bit of a cloud cuckoo land. Um, And I say this in all seriousness, you know, it's not going to it's not going to cut it. The Tory, you know, with the Tories, we're like, oh, we're anti you, Les. Guys, this is the least of our problems. And and they vote in the Tories. Sorry, have you did you not see what the Tories have presided over the last three years and further back? If you look at, I mean, like you said, Peter, though, you're right, it's a uniparty. It's Biden, it's this massive blob of sort of communo-fascist um, ideology, which is which mas- is masquerading as look at us. We're 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 for the people, you know. Yeah, we're you know, we're just like introducing these things, these uh, green things, you know, to save the planet, and blah blah. And of course, like you said, all the while it's it's for control. It's just to because human beings, this is an anti-human ideology. Human beings are sort of like Stanley Johnson has said in his in books, it's a kind of they're they're sort of an inconvenience, human beings. That's his view rather than you know, it's a gift from God. Your life is a gift from God. You do with it. I was thinking about my grandpa, my wonderful Welsh gramps, Bob Roberts, his name was. And um, and I was thinking, and he said, you know, your your life is a gift. Your talents are a gift. Use it. Use them. Use them as fully as you can. I'm not sure what you think about me being arrested. <laughs> actually, actually, knowing him, he probably would be going, "Yeah, that's that's my girl." Um, God love him. God rest him. But he, um, I think it's true. I think it's true. We have we have one life, so we we may as well make it try and make it count. Um, not just for us, not just for now, but for the people that come after us. Yeah, hundred percent. Can I ask you, I the. The inquiry is a tick box exercise. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see through the BS. Uh, yeah. The mainstream media will will play the game and play along. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get on to uh, your campaign making swearing legal again, uh, can, <laughs> just can I can I ask you about what? How do you perceive it? Because as you said, three four years, four or five years ago, you would have. Mm-hmm thought actually a two-party system we have a monarchy which is kind of good now all that our institutions are mm-hmm. are good for society they keep yeah. us all that um 
And then that's all changed. So we have lost trust in many people, lost trust in the police. There's no longer policing by consent. It is policing by force. Absolute change. Biggest change in, what, 200 years in yeah. policing. Um, zero trust in in politicians. Uh, you see the, the voting rates so low. Um, and across the board, I mean, the, the even the zero trust in our legal system, our courts anyway have collapsed under so-called COVID and now it yeah. takes you a year. Um, the sure. whole thing has gone to ground and the Conservatives, what is there to conserve if everything mm-hmm. has been burned to the ground? Um, how do you view that? I mean, w- we both we both live in the UK and we would like to believe mm. that institutions are positive for society, but we're the opposite opinion, as are many others. Yeah. That's a good point. I've been thinking about this long and hard, actually. I remember having a conversation with Claire Fox. Hmm, how disappointing she is. Amazing, you know, how many communist revolutionaries there are who are far from revolutionary. In fact, if anything, they tow the line, the establishment line. I've met a few of them. And I'm like, I actually said to one, I went, you should be ashamed of yourself that I'm the one who's doing all the pushing back. So, like, lots of roles have been reversed um, with this, uh, which you, uh, many of your viewers will be aware of, this weird inversion um, of, of things, as, as often happens in history. Now, this, isn't, it, it is, this isn't unusual. Um, well, it is, but it's not, if you know what I mean, because we have been here. I mean, there are countries that have um, suffered under, under tyrants and, uh, and, and, and sort of perverse ideologies, um, anti-human ideologies. But um, what was your question again? Oh, about that's a two-party system. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but all the institutions, we've lost yes. faith completely. Oh, that's it. The that Claire... us as citizens? Yeah, you reminded me about the Claire Fox chat. I This was way back when I used to be on GB News. Mm, that's, that's a whole... Aren't they doing... Aren't they doing well, Peter? Oh, who'd have thought it? Anyway, that's a, I, that's I, a side... And your favourite journalist there calling you an anti-vaxxer on the day, but that's a whole separate issue. Your exactly, Tom, Tom Harwood. What's his name? Yeah. Yes, exactly, who'd look very at home in a Hugo Boss suit and knee-high boots, and that's only at the weekends. That's from my article. Please read it. It's hilarious and sad at the same time. Um, so in answer to your question, um, when Claire Fox and I had this chat when I was first on, and she said that she thought the institutions could be saved from within, that there was a... And I, I pushed back on this. I said, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think so, Claire. Because anyone that knows... This is what's so bizarre, Peter. Anyone that knows anything or claims to have read anything about anything knows that the long marks through the institutions that happened in Mao's China, happened in the Soviet Union, happened in you know all these, all these uh, Marxist... If you let's if, let's use this paradigm, seeing as because I know there'll be maybe people watching going, yeah, but you've just said there's no such thing as left and right. But let's use this framework: is that the common purpose? This whole collectivization ideology has been creeping in, and it's strangled everything like bindweed. So it's been happening for like maybe maybe thirty years, maybe more than that actually. Um, and the problem is, is it's. It's in it's everywhere. It's woodworm in all the institutions. So, like you said, it's it's everything's kind of collapsed. So, I think this is my personal view: is that no, the institutions should be rebuilt, and I don't mean build back better. I mean in in the in the good sense that uh, after the Enlightenment, you know, like Erasmus, you know, where, where, we, where we look around and say, where are the good, where are the thinkers, the critical thinkers, I mean, like myself, like yourself, can we have institutions that, that are the green shoots of, you know, for, for the next generation? So you have kids who go, oh, thank goodness for people like Abby Roberts and Peter McIlvenna and various other people, because they saw that... They they saw the the corruption, the evil that was it that's in our in everything. Like you said, the ju- I mean the judiciary. Good grief! I was in the police cell thinking they could pin anything on me. These guys, you know, um, and that was that was a that's a scary thought. I actually also thought, shall I fake a panic attack in the police cell? I was in there, by the way, viewers, for seventeen hours, and I thought, uh, what, and I'm claustrophobic as well, which 
didn't. I mean, I honestly, I, I've never prayed so hard in my life or sang so much to keep myself occupied. But I genuinely thought maybe I should fake a panic attack mm. so that they'll let me out and I'll be with some medics. And then I thought, actually, given what the medical profession have done the last three years, I would rather stay in the cell. Now that <laughs> is, if that isn't a sound bite for 2023, I don't know what is. Yeah. Abby Roberts would rather have stayed in a police cell with two Nigerians next door going, eh, oh, eh, eh, oh, like Nigerian Teletubbies. <laughs> no comment, no comment, bro. And smearing, you know, as I was told, because I smelt bleach and one of them yeah. had uh, smeared his own excrement up the walls. I would rather have been in that cell, that damn cell, than be with doctors. That's So that's where we are, guys. But it's not just the UK, it's, it's everywhere. So um, I hope that kind of answered your question, which is I've always believed in the... What the what the Russians did in the, in Stalin's time, which is obviously you had many people who went along with it, the whisperers they were called, you know, who whispered to. I may even have said this on a on one of our our, our chats um, that in Stalin's time, a lot of people just went along with it and used to te- used to grass up their neighbours, and they were called the whisperers. Um, um, this this just it was just became this thing. Um, so a lot of pe- a lot of people go along with it and actually sort of think, get quite used to it. Oh, it's quite nice um, being locked at home. It's quite nice um, being forced to have, uh, coerced into having injections. Oh, it's quite nice uh, not being able to travel further than fifteen you know fifteen minutes outside. You know what I mean? All these things that that's what happened under Stalin, where everyone went. Mm, it's quite nice um, uh, just. Only ha- only being able to have one cow, which the kulaks, you know, only you know what I mean. All these little things, people sort of started to think. Well, maybe that's maybe this is just our lot, you know. And we should rather than thinking, no, this is not our lot. This is not our um, what life is for. What free free life is for. Um, but they they there were there were secret sort of society. There were secret. Meetings and you know the catacombs, the 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 true Christians, so not the Orthodox Church that was in mm. hand in hand with Stalin, and they all met and they all prayed and they all um, so children, you know, educated children. So it was all happening, but sort of in parallel. Do you know what I mean? With the so my view, and again, I said this to Lawrence Fox on a God blimey, how the mighty have fallen. I <laughs> I said to him on a Twitter Spaces. Um, that I thought that we that we should start to have a parallel society. Oh yeah, yeah. and he disagreed with that. Well, look look what happened in Oxbridge last night. You know, I may be blonde, I may be a comedian, I may be silly and swear and the rest of it, but you, you know, sh- a sharper mind you will not find talking about this kind of stuff. So. You people can believe in their left, you know, their Labour versus Tory and their new parties and blah, blah. But it's going to take a lot more than that. It's okay. going to take a hell of a lot more. I mean, put it this way, Peter. I, I never thought I'd be arrested in this country for saying, fuck off, fuck you, whatever, standing with the police and the press, taking photographs of me outside a building where they were essentially lying about what's happened over the last three years, mm. yeah, and uh, that. I, I, but you know, like I said, I'm proud. I'm proud that I, I'm. It's something that, um, yeah, that that I'll that I'll. I didn't think I'd be in this position, but I'm. I'm glad that I did it. I'm glad. Well, I, okay, so one ask about the police side. Um, yeah. The the it seems that we are now at the stage, and part of this, a lot of this, is a so-called concerted government. Um, uh, laws being put in place that give the police absolute right to make mm. up stuff. And it's this whole thing of offence, of anything mm. which may possibly might do in the next hundred years to someone reading it in a far-flung galaxy, may find <laughs> offence, then that is enough. Um, yeah. And it seemed as though that was, and it means taking, if you're wearing brown shoes and the policeman thinks, no, I don't like brown shoes, that's mm. offensive. They can literally come up with anything. And it seemed to be when he said it to you, and it was so funny looking back at him saying, <laughs> What if I swear again? And you're thinking, 
If I swear again, <laughs> I should swear. <laughs> well, also, you know, I spoke I spoke to an ex-policeman about this, who's on our side, by the way, yep. um, very much on our side. Uh, so very, he was very high up in the police. Um, yep. And uh, I've spoken to a couple of people, actually, uh, about, uh, and obviously I can't reveal too too much mm. to you about things which may, may or may not happen um, with a process, but he said that by saying, if if swearing was illegal, then I should then I would have been arrested the first time. He said yeah. that's a point of that, and also wow. they um, before anyone takes uh, a, you know takes you by the arm. You know you see you see the two. There's uh, I don't know if it's in the clip, but the two policewomen they really grip hold of me, mm. of my arms. They're meant to say we're going to now put our hands on you and take you this is in the old days the old old school they they had to like yeah. take you through everything so you're seeing people that have been trained you know in a police college that is riddled with common purpose i'm going to go back to that phrase common purpose look it up Peter. you know what i'm talking about mm. the communitarian you know this wonderful idea that sort of like everyone hey let's just as long as everyone is abiding by this ideology um, then, then it's okay for you to act beyond your authority. That's part of the common purpose thing, which is, by the way, a Marxist organisation. It was set up many years ago by the daughter of a Marxist called Julia Middleton. So look it up. It's all true. Um, whether that is whether that is running in tandem or not with what we're talking about, the other the global tyranny is kind of another matter. It's almost like. It's almost too coincidental that they're all, you know, it's all it's all kind of uh, coming together. But this whole offence thing, and in fact, the Public Order Act, nineteen eighty six, um, should really have been. Uh, I mean, it shouldn't even be there. The uh, and you know, and we're and I'm very worried, Peter, about this online uh, this offence, oh. you know, online harms bill. This there's a lot of stuff which you know is being will be used. Stuff maybe we're seeing now in the media being used about people saying certain things, doing certain things, and oh, in which case then let's have let's have harsher laws. Um, so well, I would so, say, so, but yeah. on the online city bill, so we've had Signal Boss has said they will have to pull out because they do not give back to us to anyone. Wikipedia yeah. have said they will have to shut down their operation um, in the UK. I know Telegram have talked about Apple. Have said yeah. it is a. I mean, everyone is saying this is overreach to the nth degree, and yeah. yet the government don't give a damn. The so-called conservative government think this is wonderful. Let's shut everyone up. Yes, exactly. The so-called conservative. I mean, this is what's weird though. Is I think we have to. Um, we have to stop thinking in terms of. I'm afraid to say in terms of conservative and 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 Labour because. Um, whatever's whatever's taken over both those parties, um, and and the other part and everyone else in the House of Commons. Let's be honest, all of them is um, is a dark force, is a dark ideological force. So um, we're in a, we're in a historic. We are in a first in Britain in the sense that I I mean I I ne again never thought I'd be sitting here saying that the two party system. It's. I mean, our democratic system is broken. It's completely broken. It's completely. It's been trashed. It's been stamped on. Um, and the people of this country need to wake up and realise that. We, you know, if you want to go towards. I mean, I I heard someone the other day say, well, maybe China, a Chinese system, wouldn't be that bad. Really, We're in really, it. yeah, brilliant. How fantastic. I mean, that's the that's the level. People will go, well, even if we have to live in a a tiny flat, a tiny room, you know, with our tokens, you know, with our um, what's it, um, compliance Credits. tokens, yeah. I call them, yeah, um, all those things. Then, and our currency, and our, you know, have you been well behaved? All that. People, I'm sorry, Peter, but a lot of people, like I've said in history, will go along with it. They'll go, well. What's the worst that can happen? At least I'll get my food and I'll get my because they don't prize freedom. They don't prize the idea. And I'm, when I say freedom, I don't mean freedom like it's this weird sort of um, you know uh, slogan. I mean the 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 free soul, the spirit, the idea that your that freedom is not just about a word. It's about a uh, it's about uh, 
and you and, and the extension of you around you, so including things that come out of your mouth, um, your utterances, all that is sacred, sacred and including swearing, by the way. And I know people say, I know there might be some Christians watching saying, how could you be a Christian? Well, I am. I've got my lovely cross on, which, by the way, they made me take off in the police talk, station. Yeah. I thought, what, what am I, I said to them, what am I going to do? Stab myself in the eye with it? It's a cross, for heaven's sake. Um, even though I, I did hear people down the other cells say, we, we need to pray, so they were let out. Hmm. Wow. That's interesting, Peter. But look, the, the, the thing, and there's so much we could cover, and yeah. I, I won't keep you all day, but I want to, in <laughs> you're rested. I mean, if you are, um, you've, you've sworn, and that is illegal, and mm. you can be arrested, Something like that should be, you would think, well, you get taken down the station, you get like a 50-point, mm. 100-point fine, I, I don't know yeah. what. But you were actually kept probably because they thought you were a, what, a danger to society? W what is the <laughs> benefit of keeping you locked in a cell instead of just processing you in 30 minutes and then letting you go? Yeah, well, good question. And when I went down there, they told me that I – um and again, it's in the article. They told me the solicitor on the phone said they'd they'd agreed. They'd suggested they'd said that the, this is the police. So they'd, they'd give me a ninety pound fine, which I could either pay, I could pay in twenty one days or take it to court. So like um, you know, uh, dispute it and take it to court. So that that was that had been. I was told by the solicitor. He, she said you'll be out in the afternoon. That was the first phone call. Hours later, when I started to get the feeling that something wasn't quite right, because I was mm, getting being told different things by the police who were opening the little um, cell door where they put the food and water in, um, I thought, "Hang on a minute, they're they're going to keep they're going to try and keep me in for twenty four hours." And according to Francis, who came down to the station, bless him, and stayed there for hours, Francis O'Neill. Um, and I didn't know that he was there until someone had said, by the way, there's a, I think there's a friend of yours out there. He's been waiting. I was like, oh, my God. Um, apparently, a separate team got involved, uh, a kind of protest team. <laughs> but you know what? When I, uh, when I was in there, one of the coppers, and again, this is in the article, said, we, we kind of, we're, we're, we're conflicted about letting you go because we don't know who's going to replace you. And as I was leaving, one of the other policewomen who'd interviewed me said, we've talked to all the staff here and they say you're by far the nicest criminal well, that they've ever met. They probably wanted to keep you in because they you did. would lighten up the mood. They did. Well, I was just there on my, <laughs> on my, uh, on my plastic mat reading a book. I had, because um, one of the lovely uh, police, well, I say lovely, he was really, he didn't want to shut the door, the cell door. He didn't want to shut it. Yeah. And he said, I don't, I don't know why, why you're in here. He said, you know, he whispered. And then he took me out and he, um, I chose a couple of books to read. So I was reading, I was there with my Bernard Cornwall, which I, don't, I only know about um, because James Dellingpole mentions it on his um Mentioned oh, it, it in, on London it Calling. Yeah, it must be good. And then another book. And I was just there, you know, with my cups of tea, you know, nibbling on a you know, little biscuit. And I, I was just like there, you know, do praying, singing, um, thinking this too shall pass. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking, I was thinking to myself, you're not Solzhenitsyn. You're not, um, you're not Nelson Mandela. You're not, you know, many, you're not Artur Palowski, the lovely Polish yeah. priest who, by the way, can I just quickly say, um, if uh, we, he needs our help, his trial in Canada is uh, the the, uh, the verdict is going to be on August the 9th. Wow. Um, this so this man, you know, who told who they the, the police interrupted a, an Easter yeah. service, yeah. Um, and he told them they were Nazis and the Gestapo. Quite rightly, he then made a speech at the truckers' rally in 2022. He was then put in prison for 51, 51 days in prison so if he gets found guilty this is the canada the wonderful canada under trudeau he'll get 10 years 10 years so to sort of round this up it was 17 hours but um it was not in comparison to many people who have come before me including Artur, Artur Palovsky, sorry if any Polish people if I'm getting it, the pronunciation wrong, um, God love him, he, um, he 
he's he's a he's one of my true heroes of his time because he was prepared to say no no i i'm not going to live in a country i'm not going to give away my freedom to you and the freedom of my congregation my flock he said as a shepherd he said it's my duty to protect my flock and i'm like oh my goodness you know maybe calvin robinson could take a few notes Hey, I told I, I told you 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 were you weren't going to get Peter knows me that I have to slip in the odd. Well, it's true. Come on, enough of the tweed and the baubles. What about the people? There are no restrictions, Abby. I don't think we've ever edited <laughs> literally, and I say this now with you. I think the only we removed one video, but with someone who oh, just yes. went crazy and started just going at us. That was only one. Piers Corbin we removed because he couldn't use a camera in the internet, so it was just it was <laughs> oh bless it was embarrassing. Piers. But I don't think we've ever actually edited or removed anything. So yeah. what's the point? You want the guest on, you want them to talk because you yeah. want them to speak. And I, and I am making, um, I think I'm making, well, you know, I'm making a point. And this is something I've, don't forget, you know, I've, I've had a journey over the last three years. I've uh, contemplate and, and wrestle, struggle with stuff and ideas and, and my faith and, uh, and all these kind of things. And, and all I would say is that beware, beware the baubles. It's 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 become like my catchphrase in my on my with my Abbey Daily family and on Twitter. Beware the baubles. And what I mean by that is the Holy Grail was not a jewel encrusted chalice. Yeah. It was a simple wooden cup, and in that cup was the truth. Yeah. And that's all. That's all you need to know. Hundred percent. Um, Abbey, just to finish, just last thought is: mm. Does this mean? That if I go outside now doing the school run and mm. I happen to swear because <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, for whatever reason, I call because you've been listening to me, to me. And, I, and I say, holy shit, what was that? Uh, is, yeah. is that now suddenly I can now be arrested or something over here? Or is it simply that the police now have the power to use and abuse whoever they want to at will? I think it's the latter. You're right. I'm not sure. It's not the, uh, I mean, the swear word is part of it. But um, as Artur Palofsky says, um, that when he was living on, under Soviet, this is in Poland, uh, when, when the Soviets were around, is that the police could, if they, they could choose a man, so anyone, and find something on them. That's what the, that's the, what the police motto was in Poland. At that time, so you know, you look around, pick pick, pick anyone in the street, and you'd find they might have a parking fine. They might have had a row with a neighbour a few years ago. They might blah, blah 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 all these things. And the point, the problem, the point is, they could they could just go, right, you're you're coming down with us. So the swearing was sort of incidental yeah. to the bigger picture. So you're right that it is it is the police powers, and because they don't know, I mean, the guys at the police desk. They didn't even know what coercion meant. <laughs> I had to explain to them. I said, "I said, don't tell me this is in this is in the police, uh, you know, in full view of all the everyone working there." I said, "Don't tell me that there aren't people in this room who are thinking, hmm, maybe something might have gone wrong with the vaccines, or I might have been harmed." And then the guy behind the desk said, "I wasn't forced. I wanted to go on holiday to Spain." Hmm. So. This is the kind of people, this is the kind of, they need to go back to, you know, the rule, uh, what the principles of, of law, actually. So again, we're back to starting new institutions, Peter. We're sort of back to this idea that, um, that there needs to be a sort of non-violent philosophical revolution needs to happen. Like a new enlightenment, actually. Mm, completely. Um, Liv, we'll finish. Abby Daly, yeah. it's the... It's in the name. It is Abby every day. Uh, tell yeah. us what. Tell us what people can find. How do they find it? Yeah. And yeah, how can they actually listen? Yeah. Well, it's um. So it's abbyroberts.substack.com. Thank you. You've got it on my um on my little under my name yeah. there. So you just go to um that address, 
you then um, you can listen for free. So you can uh, you can go on. You can um, I don't have any paywall. Um, you can subscribe. You can if you want to donate, chuck in a few quid. Um, I've got people who do that as well. So there's like you know you'll see the I I did I did it free for like a whole like a year, and then there was pledges. So people pledged. Uh, quite a few people went. I want to pledge. So then you switch the toggle on, and then mm. then it kind of t- then it changes to this idea that people can. So, so basically, what I'm saying is, um, everyone's welcome um, to this to the Substack family, to Abby Daly family. I've also got some gigs coming up. Um, I wasn't going to because I had a bit of problems with some trolls, so I was a bit like I freaked out. But I thought they're not going to win. You damn. Bastards, you wankers. So I have got gigs coming up at the next week. I'm doing Newport uh, with Katie Hopkins on the twenty Friday the 28th. Then I've got Southampton 29th um, with a great bill with Alistair Williams. Then I've got uh, various things coming up. So actually, that's the first bit. People will be hearing this on Monday going, we didn't think you were doing any live gigs. <laughs> well, fuck you, because I am. And I don't care if people want to come along and go, oh, you know, you're a whatever. I don't know. You're a loon. I am. Yeah, we, we died a few days before, but it's going out on Monday the, what, Monday yeah. the 24th? Monday the 24th. Yeah. So everyone get it. Make sure, and for the viewers, listeners, make sure and follow Abby uh, on her Twitter or Substack. Everything will be uh, will be up there. And Abby, you're one of the, the fun people I've gotten over the last three years. It's been It's been three years of, meeting a whole new set of people and losing mm. whole load of people as well as we losing that, a whole so. lot of yes I, I know to the so, baubles um, oh, but i i love what you do and thank you so much for joining us abby and sharing your crazy experiences getting locked up it's my pleasure on oh, one last thing before we um before we clock off is we the people the book that i'm and this this goes back to the COVID uh, the the inquiry whitewash. Um, we the people is a is a book that I an ebook that I released at the end of last year with lots of stories that were written to me about lockdowns, about um, jab injuries, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And um, I'm redoing that book, so it's going to be really going to be like a ePub ePub no published book, and there will probably be hard copies, and there'll be a launch and an audio version. So with Bob Moran's cartoons um so it's going to be laid out and i'm going to give it to any any person i meet i was going to say mp what good would that do but basically so people can understand the true horror of what's gone on and if that's my contribution along with being arrested like i said that's fine by me you know and i'll try and keep people laughing as well you always do i look forward to having that launched Uh, yeah bless you come to the launch for we'll sure. Do. Oh, I'm coming anyway, so just yeah. tell me where it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just gate crash. I'll be there. All the, all the best, all the best people gate crash. I'll be there. I'll be thanks so much for your time today. Cheers. Not a problem. God bless you all. If you like what we do, sign up to our mailing list. Donate, share, and subscribe to our many platforms at heartsofvoke.org. Thank you for listening.